Hey y'all, my name is Blake Moore. And I'm Nick Luciano, and welcome to season two of Tratter Talk. Let's get it, son. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Tratter Talk. This episode is sponsored by Montana Silversmith. I got my good old uh, Ridge Wallet type thing on me. This is actually a money clip that I got. And my uh, Apple Watch. Any of you boys wear Apple Watches or no? No. No, no Apple Watch here. Nope. You don't even wear an Apple Watch either. I don't, but I wear Montana Silversmith's necklace. That's true. Speaking of the boys, we got two liabilities that we're calling them today <laughs> on the show. Uh, we got actually Roy's brother, Tony, and his good friend, Nick. How you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. Nick, how are you? I'm doing amazing. You guys <laughs> like in Texas? I'm loving it. Loving it. It's, well, you've been here before. I've been here yeah. before. Not didn't had... stay long last time, but you know. But this is your first time. Yeah, first time. So far, so good. So really? Stockyards is where it's at, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but we got to survive the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Billy Bob's tonight. Clay Walker. Yeah. Who's that guy? You don't know Clay Walker? <laughs> he knows Billy. I've he heard was, of him. He was born on him. No, he was He, he, he was raised on Clay Walker, yeah. Yeah, I don't... I was unfortunately not raised on Clay Walker. I know some of his songs now, but I don't know too, too many. But you haven't been to Billy Bob's. That's the world's largest honky-tonk. Have not been there. Looking forward to it. Yep. And they got a massive pool hall. It's like, I'd say... How many tables you say? 20? Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. It's it's the best. How many of them you lost on? Uh, All of them. No. <laughs> no, I've beat you on a, on a couple. Very rare. Mm-mm. Not at all. It's going to be another one tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. So Clay Walker's coming into town. We we just got general admission tickets, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was sold out. Other than that, I mean, Texas Boys, Billy Bob's. I mean, expected. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts on the stockyards? Because you said you saw stuff that you haven't seen before. Yeah, this time I, you know, spent a little more time here. Seen a lot more than we seen the last time here. I'm hoping we see a little more tonight before we go to Billy Bob's. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fun. What's your thoughts on the stockyards? I like it. The atmosphere is great. Uh, it's a little quiet today, but I'm sure it'll pick up tonight. And we left just before the cattle drive. You didn't get to see that. Yeah. A little disappointed about that. Yeah, but we'll see that Sunday. Didn't You saw it last time, though. Yeah, well, not for a long time, though. Just a yeah. quick little glimpse. They're yeah. just, it's just steers walking down the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, deal. to the average city person, like I wouldn't. I mean, I think it's cool no matter who you are, really. Yeah, don't be dismissive of it. No, I'm just I'm not being dismissive. Of it. I think it's really cool, and it brings a lot of like jobs to the stockyards. Yeah, and anyone that says, "Hey, I'm coming to Texas, what do I need to see?" Well, <clears throat> you got to go to the stockyards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I mean, that's my big thing. I'm not really into. I mean, you guys saw downtown, like Seventh Street. That's just where all the college people go, right? Yeah, TCU. yeah, what. We didn't go to see it. We just went for some donuts. I were cookies. <laughs> <laughs> insomnia cookies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had insomnia but, cookies for the first time. Yeah. So anyway. So they come from Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Horse racing background, harness racing to be exact. Yep. Um What about it? We have we have a horse. Yeah. Trader House has a horse. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna venture out, but whose uh, stable is it? Is it? It's not in your stable, no, Jonas. Of course not. Uh, uh, it's it's it, in yours, not no, mine. Jonas Ernest in. Come on. I but anyway, we're get, we're gonna get there. Uh, we're gonna expand. 
Okay. And uh, but we're looking forward to coming to Florida, and we're gonna stop down. So, yeah, we're gonna see. I, his name is Naked Cowboy. I have no idea how. Like, is how, that that's the name of the horse? Oh, I thought maybe that was Roy's nickname. <laughs> <laughs> no, how's like? What is he specific like? I don't. I know the rodeo world. I don't know horse race. How is he bred? Like, what do you ask about a horse? It's like, well, it's, it's hard to explain to someone that doesn't come from that world. But he's a tactical landon, which is I, I love. Um, mother was a, a great racehorse. Um, I hear he's, he's doing well. I mean, we get pictures, videos of him. Looks good. Okay, so if you're talking about a, a racehorse. Right? How would you describe like a good like how a racehorse was bred? Does that make sense? Well, it's like it, it's yeah. It, well, you want the good paternal family, like the good mother, good father. I know, but it's like it, it, like in the rodeo world, it's like it can be like cowbred and move a certain way that specifically like other barrel horses wouldn't or rope horses. You know what I mean? Is that a thing in the racehorse world? Well, with like cowbred, that would be basically like for the racehorses, mm-hmm. it would be the difference in a trotter and a pacer. Oh, you're bred okay. to trot or you're bred to pace. That's true. I still don't know the difference really. <laughs> well, because I, I, you asked me, is that a trotter or a pacer? Well, I don't really like, is that difference in their? It's, it's all in a stride. Okay. So is it, Obviously, a pacer would be a longer stride, right? No, but, it's no, no, no. The pacer, both legs on one side move together. And a trot is more of a diagonal. The opposite, gate. yes. Yeah. Oh. The right front, left hind move together on the so, trot. So, kind of like how cats and dogs walk. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. But they all go the same speed, right? No. Who's no, faster? they don't go the same speed. <laughs> Who's faster then? Pacers, for sure. Pacers are faster, yes, than a trotter, and and is it it's not a natural gate for a pacer, you know a pace is not a natural gate for a horse. Why not? Well, but the, a trot is a trot is yeah, but the breeding is so good now that that a pace just comes so natural to a horse. So that makes it a natural gate. Well, uh, it, it's it's evolving into that, yeah, yeah, a natural gate, natural gate, yeah. Oh, but you can see dogs that will go out pacing. Yeah. So it's got to be some kind of a natural gate for. Well, yeah, camel's pace. Uh, it's yep. a natural gate for, right. for a camel. How do you know a camel's gate? <laughs> Have you not seen a camel? I don't study camels like that. Well, you don't have to study them. You just got to watch them when they yeah. walk. Go home and Google them. No, I've never really watched a camel walk. He's going to YouTube it now. For sure. I'm just, yeah. you know, a bunch of interesting, useless facts. Yeah. Well. That's me. Because yeah. of age. That's true. Speaking of age, I feel like I'm the young one at this podcast. Usually I'm the older guy. You don't act like it. <laughs> the young one? Yeah. Why? Do I act older? Huh? Do I act older? I'm like 60. I, I can't have a drink with you guys. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I I can drink with Well, I will drink around. <laughs> not I, I won't drink, but I'll have fun while y'all are drinking. Good enough. Yeah. I had this guy message me on Instagram last night about drinking. And he said, like, I just posted a story about, like, why I'm... It was Mark Manson, or Madsen. I think Manson, how you say it. And I reshared a story of why... Because he's not drinking in 2023. So I reshared it to my story. And this one guy was like, I don't support this at all. Like, no reason to not have, like, 
like a little joy in your life. And I was like, I'm not asking for support. I'm just like showing people that I'm I'm choosing not to drink because you don't really need it all that much. I agree. There's nothing wrong with not drinking. Yeah. I think it's Roy could disagree. No, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, I, I support that. But, you know, I like to have a couple beers now and then. So, I mean, you know, you have your thing and and I have my thing. Yeah, and I have mine. I try not to drink. I don't ever want to drink. Well, but you, I last like eight hours. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and you did the 75 hard, right? And I did do 75 days, no drinking, not one drop. Now, was that difficult for you or was it easy? It was easy, but I had my mindset to it. Now I can't go three days. Yeah. And then, and then you also, well, with 75 hard, what else? Like, Oh, you got a 75 days, no drinking. You got to work out twice a day. One of the two workouts has to be outside. Uh, you have to read a book to at least 10 pages a day for every day for 75 days. Mm-hmm. And you got to drink a gallon of water every day. A gallon? And you got to watch your diet. How often did you piss? Like all the lots. time. Lots. <laughs> I mean, you lots. Get, drink like, a gallon of water. I mean, come on. It's as much as you need to. I don't know how many times. I don't know. When I'm thoroughly hydrated, I get irritated at how much I have to pee. For sure. Yeah. yeah. If I did 75 hard, I feel like that would be the hardest thing to keep up with. Could you do it? Yeah, again? but you can't stop that. There's no shot. There's no shot. No shot. <laughs> Catheter. Catheter. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Because nah. when I was, whenever I was doing all the, like, the physique show stuff for uh, bodybuilding stuff, mm-hmm. gallon and a half sometimes a day. Oh my wow. god! Full of BCAAs too. So I would put BCAA powder in my gallon of water, mm-hmm. give it a little taste, but I needed all that BCAAs. Dude, it was annoying how much <laughs> I peed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like when I'm when I'm working on my hydration, I just I'm like, damn, I gotta go to the bathroom again. Catheter. No. Yeah, <laughs> and and I agree. Like the powders, and I would put stuff in my drink sometimes to flavor it. I like all I drink still is water, mm-hmm. but when you got to drink a gallon every day, you got to put some kind of flavor. Something like something, I, I yeah. put a little bit of Crystal Light or yeah, something with no the, sugar. Yeah, yeah, zero calories, no sugar, Crystal it's Light. Just, you look at that water, you're like, mm. because water has a taste, different taste for every water. Mm-hmm. Like, in, right. oh yeah, yeah, oh man. Like as soon as you start drinking that much water, you're like, I hate that water. That water's gross. <laughs> that water tastes like dirt. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy how much of a difference whenever that's all you're drinking. Yeah, you stay away from the cheap water. You really do. Like <laughs> there is a big difference yeah. in that stuff. Actually, I used to get from Target was just the regular water, like the, the gallon of water. Yeah. And that was the only one that cheap side that I could do. Oh, Everything yeah. else, like I could not do uh, Ozarka. No, it, I, I literally just drank that earlier. Yeah, I, and I, for some reason, I couldn't do it. I can't do the Crystal Geyser when I'm drinking that much. Oh, I've never I, even heard Yeah, of I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That it's just there's something in it that doesn't sit well in my taste buds. Yep. That's, so, yeah. so, Paul, here's, here's, a, here's a thing maybe you can Google or, or fact check or something. Why is it easier to drink a gallon of beer over a gallon of water? <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, you go to a bar, you can sit there and drink six, seven beers. But Is, it, is that a gallon? Well, I, I don't know what it is, but, I mean, if someone asks you to sit down at a bar and drink six or seven glasses of water, I mean, it's pretty tough. Obviously, you're after the feeling. The more you drink, the better you feel. The better you feel, the more you drink. Not really. I just like the taste of beer. Well, yeah, you like the taste of beer, but it's also, like, 
I don't know if that's a, a gallon. You might drink that like throughout the day if you're like day drinking and like going out later at night. And there's a reason. If you like the taste, it's easier to drink more. Yeah, but I like mm. the taste of water, but I can't sit there and drink seven or six or seven glasses of water. I also think beer is more of like a social thing. I agree. Oh, that's so true. That's uh, you're kind of just tipping it back as you talk. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Anyway, back to the harness racing world. So this past year, we went to the Meadowlands, right? Mm-hmm. So we all know you guys come from that. It's, it's a dying sport. 100% dying sport, okay. yes. So I got some feedback that uh, mostly that when we went to the Meadowlands, it generated millions of views for the sport, people that never even knew what harness racing was. And then I heard some, some people say, ah, didn't really do much, didn't bring people out. Well. The thing was, we weren't supposed to bring people to the track. We were supposed to open and expose the sport of harness racing. Uh, you guys aren't TikTokers. I mean, Nick, you do a little TikToking. A little bit, yeah. Right? Uh, okay, so that's what we do. What do you think? Do you think it was a good thing that we came out to the Meadowlands? I think it was a great thing. I mean, you guys opened it up to a whole new world of people that can watch, the younger demographics. Um, you know, they might not make it there live in person, but they sure can watch it on simulcast, learn something about it, learn something new. There's all new avenues in this day and age, but it doesn't have to be there in person. Right. Yeah, it was cool, though. There was one girl who come out. <clears throat> she lived in New Jersey. She showed up. She was wearing all Luciano gear. Yeah. And like she's, stuff that I just dropped last week. Oh, wow. And, come to our house. and she's never been to a harness race. Yeah. She's come out to meet us. Yeah, and it definitely helps. I mean, how much will it help? It's no telling, but it's not going to hurt. Yeah, and that's just social media. It's like the the metrics that you can look at afterwards are just like straight, like how many views did we get? As far as driving traffic for, for like ticket sales and like, you know, getting people to the racetrack. I mean, on, obviously, like that's a challenge with, with any dying sport is getting some people in seats. And that takes a whole marketing revolution not just like you yeah. know what i mean yeah I, I i think for the most part we it's like anything else we planted the seed you know people are open to it now they they know what it is and you know if it strikes curiosity in a quarter of them that's a huge difference mm-hmm. you know yeah. i'd like to see more racetracks come to guys like you or even other influencers where you guys come out and show it more just going to one track it's going to show it some Bring it to more, it's going to show more people. Mm-hmm. Get a little more interest here and there, you know? It's the only way to keep going. No, yeah. I think long, <clears throat> long term, like, I really wanted to go. Because I got really into it. I got, I got my own colors and everything. I was like, I'm ready to freaking race, dude. Yeah, you got your <laughs> own. Yeah, you got your own suit. I mean, you got to, like, it's definitely a good thing. People, like, it's just hard to get interested in anything when you only see it once. Right, exactly. And that's like, that's what I said too. I was like, we can come out for these two events, but if you really want to spark a fire, we got to be like in it, in it. Cause I'm down to like jog horses. I'm down to, dude, cause like when I just jogged in Ohio, that was cool. Like sitting behind a big, like a horse going 30 miles an hour. Like, cause I mean, I've done that riding them and it's fun. But like when you're in a, a bike like that, it's different. It's real different. And I told him, I understand why y'all have big biceps. <laughs> like holding on like this oh yeah it's for crazy. sure easy you know i'm thinking you boys might need to come down to florida here soon guys come out train some get a little video footage mm-hmm. show that you know even at the farms it's not just about the racetrack you know 
you got to show how everybody does things on a farm. You know, it's it's a large business. It's not just people at a racetrack. It's supported everywhere. So I see if you guys come down there, we, you guys make show some video, maybe do a little TikTok here and there on the racetrack. We got some horses you guys can train, jog, you yeah. know, get some good footage. I, I think it's a good thing. And, <clears throat> you know, Tratter House is all about helping uh, the ranchers, the farmers. And it all, it, all, it all goes hand in hand. Ranchers, you know, or the farmers, they feed the, the horse people, the horsemen. They, they buy the grain. It, it, you know, it all goes hand in hand. And we can see it today, especially with this economy and this, and I'm going to say it, I don't care, with this administration that we have in there now, they are at a war with not only horse racing, but with farmers, ranchers. They want to do everything they can to destroy it. And I think with us getting out there, putting the word out, helping to uh, preserve what we love, do you agree? No, I, I agree. I think it's, uh, it's, definitely, it's definitely important, that's for sure. But it's also like putting the message out there that anybody could like, because I get messages all the time like, hey, I want to work with horses, but I don't know any, anywhere, anything. I'm like, there's got to be a stable around you. Yeah. You start scooping poop, you know. Oh, there's always people looking for employees, and mm-hmm. it's because people don't know that it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, there is opportunity for jobs in the business. Uh, it's just not pushed enough for people to know about it. Did you grow up in it, Nick? Uh, for the most of my life, yes. My okay. family was in it before I was born, so yes. Do you know anybody that just come into it? Are they, or is it one of those things like rodeo where it's like most people are just born into it? Um, no, there's lots of people that come into it later. Okay. Yeah, is it for just like entertainment purposes or money purposes or both? You get both. Some people come into it because they like it, and a lot of people come into it because they see an opportunity to make a living, and it becomes a way of life. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, y'all have done it your your whole life, yes. right? Could you guys see yourself doing anything else other than racehorses? I mean, that's all we've done. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. I keep trying to see myself being a TikToker, but I just can't <laughs> see it. I just can't see it. <laughs> no, I I think it's cool. What what is uh? Because you didn't do it. I mean, you are now doing social media type type stuff, and you're still doing horses and stuff. What do you think about Roy doing social media? No, I don't mind it. It's uh, <laughs> different. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I, do I follow it? No. Mm-mm. 90% of what you guys do, do I see it? No. That, I mean, you're not like, on all the platforms, right? No, absolutely. I'm not on, no. I'm yeah. not on anything. Like, if I see something pop up, like, on Facebook or whatever, you know, I watch it, like, some of the reels. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't watch TikTok. Yeah. Like, Instagram. I don't have none of that. I don't watch any of it. I don't. You don't really need it, to be honest. No. I don't think you do. Have you seen it affect like the like my generation in a way? Yeah, like oh, your generation. It's like it seems like that's all they're about, mm-hmm. right? Like that's it. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I just maybe I would like it, but I I just can't get into it. Nick here, he tells me, "Oh, you got to start watching TikTok." <laughs> I, like it's right. I don't watch TikTok. It's entertaining. Like, I got lots of things that are entertaining. I know, but it's informative. I mean, there's a lot of aspects to to TikTok, but say you know even though tony doesn't do it uh, mm-hmm. you know and he's you know sometimes he puts a jab in i, I know he supports 
me. He supports all of us. Oh, uh, I put it as Jive because it's it's entertaining to myself. Yeah. <laughs> and Nick is pretty informative. I mean, he watches all our stuff. Absolutely. You know? And I I love when he makes TikToks. Oh yeah, you made a t- we made a TikTok with you. Yes, sir. Yeah. He could be your biggest follower. It could be. <laughs> you never know. That's good. No, I think we. I think our biggest followers are the ones who try to scam people with our identity. Oh, that's yeah, ridiculous. but that's not good followers. No, no, no. <laughs> we don't want those those followers at all. You know what I think we need to do here, guys? What I think we need to get Tony in a TikTok while he's here. <laughs> I think we need to. Do you already it. got him in one. Oh, well, he didn't know about that one until you showed him today. <laughs> Which one was it? At the airport. Yeah, at the airport. Good luck, guys. What you just yeah, walked your out. luggage? Yeah, well, I got him. Yeah, he didn't even know I took one. There you go. That's Star it. of the show. I think yeah. TikTok's fun. I think it's a way. <clears throat> I think it's very. Social media is just a very interesting dynamic. Coming from somebody who doesn't have it, and then especially talking to. I'm sure you can see it because you're probably on it more. But like, I talk with him all the time about like how I grew up with certain. Like phases of social media that are like instilled in me it's kind of like i was listening to the song in the stockyards about i bet breaking up was easier in the 90s right i want to talk about that with you. was that was that easier to break up in in the younger generations without these dang things oh for sure you don't have to worry about like somebody texting back what did i miss like what are they gonna do they're gonna call you they're gonna leave you a, a note <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's, that's or a message on your answer machine, <laughs> Is if, that if you have one. Well, I tell you, the the biggest thing today in the nineties, you know, when you're in high school, you either write somebody a note or you you see them in school or whatever, and you confront them. Uh, social media today is, you know, they don't do that. They just want to start drama. They want to put it out for the whole world to see, you know, and it's just a back and forth, the whole drama thing, which. To me, if you're putting that on social media that you broke up or somebody did you wrong, you're an absolute coward. You know, go see that person face-to-face, talk to them, settle your differences, and part ways. I mean, you might not like each other, but don't put it on social media and all your drama. You're just an absolute coward. I couldn't agree with that more. I think everything personal should stay stay personal. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. yeah, back then you get the little like the message on your pager, call this number. Really? Like on your answer machine? No, no a, a little pager. A pager? You never had a pager? No. <laughs> Me either. You didn't. <laughs> did you have a pager? No. I bet Nick did. Yeah. You had a pager? <laughs> yeah. How yeah. how big was it? Oh, well, they came a different size when they first came out. It was just real like little. the size of your little wallet. Yeah, and then they got bigger and you could leave different messages almost kind of like a text message there in a little bit. Um, is it like pre-programmed with different messages? Uh, yeah, sort of. Mostly just a phone number, though. Come yeah, back, the little right? ones when call they first come out was just number. a number. It would just you would page you that a number is trying to get in touch with you. You call it back. Oh, so it's just kind of like, hey, that's how it first started. Yeah. Okay. Any any crazy pagers out there? Oh, they did get wider where you could actually put messages on it, like um, little just little messages. I like, love you. I miss you. Call yeah. me back. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) I never had a pager. Paul remembers this. Paul, did you have a pager? He might still have one. Hey, easy. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. You know, um, I don't. I I don't think I had a pager. We were dirt poor, so I had 
nothing. But you remember them. Oh, I, of course I do. Yeah. There was I had buddies of mine in the worst part of in the bad, worst part of towns, you know, that would have like six all for they would have them all over their pants. <laughs> They'd be like four of them for their side hustle and the other two were like for their wife and mom. It was very different, but I didn't have a I do I didn't have my first cell phone till I was 2 years into college. Wow. It was That's the best cool. thing ever happened. I oh, had one man. when I was like 16, 17 like for school, but I couldn't do anything on it. Like it was just to call my mom to come get me but uh yeah i didn't do the first two years of college were amazing no one could find me (laughs) i had a dorm phone and that was it man it was the greatest thing ever and to go backwards just a little bit to tell roy what why it's easier to drink beer than water i looked it up but there was no real way to jump in there it's because it's it's all psychological Mm. it's because no one sits around drinking water for fun right Mm-hmm. So it's easier to drink beer because it's very social and it's it's everyone's doing. It's not like if I mean, you don't go to water bars, you know. So, <laughs> but that's that that's why your mind plays a trick because it's a social setting. That's why people develop addictions because they think that they have to drink with everybody around them, and they and then they end up taking breaks from alcohol or mm-hmm. whatever it may be because they're like, man, I'm you know. I'm I'm drinking every day because of my business or because of social settings or mm-hmm. schmoozing this client that client so it's all <clears throat> psychological. Yeah, that was a big thing that I I see especially like being in Nashville. Like there's so many people you can meet out in Nashville but it's like I can can we just like go out to have a coffee? I'm like a coffee guy. <laughs> like but everyone wants to stay up till 2 in the morning and then the, you're like bros and then you can do business but I don't know. If you get Nick on the Twisted Tees, you don't mind having a drink either. No. <laughs> Me and Chuck got on the Twisted Tees one time. It was a bad deal. <laughs> yeah. Bad that. deal. Hey, you can go out, be the life of the party. Don't even have to have a drink, Nick. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. We had a good oh, time. no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not endorsing it one way or the other, but I, I'm just saying I like to have a beer now and then. Oh, yeah. A lot of people think I'm, like, totally against drinking. I'm like, no. Go ahead. Do it. But I can recognize when people have a problem. And I think I, I think it's a good. I think like I think it's good to like confront your friends if they're having a problem. I agree with that. You know, yeah, because yeah. and it's not even that people have a problem too. It's sometimes with me, because I didn't. I had a problem with alcohol. I would say more, not in a social setting, but like I always drank to get drunk. Like I didn't know alcohol because you. I feel like you had an advantage because you didn't drink till you were twenty nine, mm-hmm. right? So well, you, I didn't drink beer till I was 29. Well, I mean, so then when did you start drinking? Like 23, I think I had my oh, first But it would only be like a vodka cranberry. Like yeah. Two at the most. That's like, exactly so, what it was. Obviously, that's your brother. You didn't know him to like really drink much when he was dr- growing up, right? No, no. But I didn't, I didn't drink a lot either, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe a little more than them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's an advantage though because like when I was 16, <clears throat> I was always like I was watching and this is where y'all didn't have like we talk about pagers and old school stuff. This the stuff that I grew up with was I was watching people like party and get effed up all the time. So when I was 16 and I like got my hands on alcohol for the first time, I was like, yeah, let's get messed up. So that's all I knew alcohol as. Right. Like, I had a weird relationship with it because I was like, all right, 
let's drink as much as we can and get as messed up as we can in the shortest amount of time possible and possibly not remember anything. See, that was never on my agenda. That's that's never uh, never my plan to go out and say, hey, I'm going to get messed up. Exactly, but that's what, like, me growing up, that's what was glorified on the internet, bro. And that's what y'all don't, like, I try to tell that to older folks. I'm not talking to you guys specifically, but it kind of so messes with, and it's what it's affecting the younger generation too. And that's why there's so many, like these freaking vape pens and all these other things. Yeah. I think it's way more than just the alcohol that these, the, the, mm-hmm. like the vape, like, I don't know. I can't get into the vape pens, but I don't know. I mean, even the alcohol, I don't go out looking to get messed up every time I go out. Oh yeah. It just happens. It just happens. Like you do there. And then Royal look at me is that they're going down good. <laughs> Right, and then before you know it. And then I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah, and then sometimes I go out and I have a beer, and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Oh. You know, whatever, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but So how do we get on pagers back to drinking? Because he, Paul brought oh, up yeah. how <laughs> did, but it's easier to drink a gallon of alcohol rather than water. We never even yeah. talked about you guys coming to Florida. Finish that conversation, boys. Yeah, oh. I want to. I want to come down and see the horses and. I mean, there's other things you can do when you come down there. Can we go jet skiing again? 100%. You'll be ready I to go. Love jet skiing. Just don't splash my jet ski again. I mean, that was a little fun, Nick. I know, but my ruined center, his phone. My center console, it didn't ruin my phone, but my center console was up and I got water all in the charger. <laughs> I'm the only guy that can upset a jet ski in the intercoastal. <laughs> yes, you did. You flipped one. Yes, you did. Fell right you off. You flipped the jet ski? Well, that happens. Like on smooth water? On smooth water. <laughs> I I flew off of it when we went out to the yep. inlet there. Yeah. Cause it was rough. It was a little rough that day. It was really, really rough. I, like I couldn't control it and I almost lost a mirror. Yeah, it happens. Like it went I come up on this wave. I like I just it's just so rough. I do have one request though this time. What? Roy can't wear pants on a jet ski. Yeah, what the flip is wrong well, with you? Well, I rode a jet ski <laughs> for ten minutes. Roy, you were on a boat with, with pants on. That's He's right. afraid of sunburn. I, I wore shorts in Hawaii. Oh, man. Like, social media love that. <laughs> they saw Roy with shorts on. Yeah. Roy, let's make seen. a deal. You come down, you got to wear shorts when you go out with us. I'm not a water guy. Well, I mean, you're going to have to be a water guy, at least for the day. How can you not be a water guy? I'm just not a water guy. I'd rather be in the mountains. All right, I'll tell you what. We're going to take in Nick out. Well, yeah, country. I'm the countryside. <laughs> I ain't camping out, but I, I like to go through that. Well, how do we grow up? And you hated the mountains. Hated no. the mountains. Hated the mountains. No, that, now you're a mountain guy. that little wooden cabin we went to, I mean, it, it, you know, it's a nice experience, but yeah, I don't want to do that, but yeah. So you're scenery. a flatland guy. No, I like to see scenery. So this flat is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. You're going to make a deal with us. You're going to go out on the jet skis. You're going to wear some shorts. Then we're going to take Nick to rib roundup. I think that's a great idea. Rib roundup down there, West Palm, you know, oh, yeah. country music. We need to get ribs. There. I think you guys should come. So you've been to rib roundup. I haven't. You two have been to Rib Roundup? We have been to Rib Roundup. Are the ribs actually good? The ribs aren't bad. The fish bowls are better. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, we were ha- talking about this, but what is a fish bowl? Is that a drink? Yeah, it's a bit like a, yeah. a fish bowl. It's like a fish bowl filled with whatever you want. Can you put a fish yeah. in it? I mean, yeah, a lot of times there's not a- live, but you can put them in it. <laughs> a lot of times there's fake fish in it for you. Yeah. Okay. You but, fine? I mean, Bailey Zimmerman's coming, Corey Kent. Uh, Laney Wilson. Wilson. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you got tr- the side stage there too with yeah, you know, the new up and coming. Why wouldn't the Tratter House be? There? I think the Tratter House should be there. 
Well, uh, okay, let's go to a roundup. I think it's a great idea. I'll text I think Bailey right now. You guys are hearing yeah. it firsthand. The boy said Trotterhouse is going to come to Rib Roundup. Okay. We need to. I'm going to text Bailey live on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to do so, it. You do, I hope he ignores you live. He probably will. <laughs> <laughs> you think you can call him? Maybe we can get him to sing a little song while we're on the podcast? I think that'd be better. <laughs> FaceTime Bailey. No, just give him a little call. Put it on speaker. <laughs> I, I got a 20 says he won't answer Nick's call. I think Nick should call him. Should I call him on the podcast? I think you should. I don't care. All right, let's see. Let's see if he answers. This will be this is gonna be I doubt he'll answer. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> He's such a big Hey, we still got hope. He's always on the phone. He might be falling in love right now. <laughs> Bailey. Nope. No Bailey. Now, Bailey, if you're going to watch this podcast, we were trying to call you. <laughs> we want to come to Rib Roundup, Bailey. Your call has been... Dang. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, anyway, back to the... What Florida. were we talking about? Oh, we got to get to Florida. I mean, this, the schedule's getting... Pretty booked up as it is. Oh uh, yeah, well I well, and you got to get to Florida too for your vehicle. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's true. But anyway, so what do you want to go to next? What topic wise? Yeah, I think it's funny how I don't like y'all have some banter together. It's, from your childhood and stuff, I think it's funny. Well, he's always been the instigator of the whole. You're the middle brother. He's talking smack again. No, that's true. You're the middle brother, right? Yeah. And you're the older brother. Yeah. What was the dynamic like? Well, he'd always pick on our little brother. And Shane? I'd have to step in. Yeah. And then they both get their feelings hurt. <laughs> no, <laughs> not true. Not true. What, what would you have to step in about? He'd just pick on him. Well, like he, what? It doesn't matter. A- anything. Life. Just anything. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now Nick, he gets the he gets the brunt of it now. Now it Nick's happens. take it. Well, he's younger than all of us. I'm not younger than Nick. How old are you, Nick? Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Yeah. Yeah, you're okay. the youngin. How old are you, Tom? You're forty. I am forty four. Four going on forty three. <laughs> that no. Uh, when I hit forty four, I go the other way. I don't. I don't go. No longer do I go higher. <laughs> I go back, back down. I wish that's how it worked. I just set my mind to it. That's how it's going to work. There you go. I guess you're just Benjamin Button <laughs> in a way. I might not look like that, but that's how I'm going to look at it. Boy's well, age is only a number here. That's how you feel. Yeah, that's that is true. true. How old do y'all feel? Twenty five most days. Really? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Your body feels one way, but your mind is well, always it's the mind. 20. I'm yeah. all worried about the mind. Yeah, you pulled up today at the hotel. What was I doing? I'm running through the parking lot like I'm <laughs> fucking 12. Flipping <laughs> <laughs> 12. You did. Yeah, you your did boy, like a little heel click. Your boys missed it. He was doing leaps and jumps all before you got there. <laughs> what? Were you just like highly caffeinated or just happy? No, I didn't even have any coffee. I had nothing. You're oh, just happy. Yeah. No, he was cold in the shorts. He was nah, trying to stay warm. I'm a morning person. You know, I, like. Mm-hmm. Gets toward 10, 30, 11, I'm ready for my nap. <laughs> but 8, 9 o'clock, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm a big nap guy. 
He sleeps more than anyone I ever seen. That's not true. That's facts. No, it's it's actually not factual. It is. Bring me a fact. You won't. Oh, I could give multiple examples. Like what? Give one then. How you do? Well, you get home from Hawaii, you slept for six hours. Jet lag. Right? No, jet lag. Jet lag. Is that thing? <laughs> okay, here, here's what I want to know. So th- the question is, how do we bridge the gap? Okay, so Tratter House, mainly the ranchers, farmers is our demographic, right? So we're going from Midwest to all the countryside, right? Harness racing is my passion. Grew up in it. How do we, how do we help harness racing? Our platform is Tratter House. How do we help harness racing? Of course, getting out to tracks, what we did with Meadowlands. But how do we, how do we, like I said, bridge that gap to, to open more eyes to, to help harness racing? Well, you got to do different things. Like, what's wrong with, okay, you guys came out to the Meadowlands, okay? So you came there, you did the races. Now, what would have been wrong with saying, okay, when you guys came, here's a guy back then, and he, w- he had a few songs, Bailey Zimmerman. Okay, what if you'd have brought, say, him with you? And right. say, say another famous singer, country singer, or any genre. It doesn't matter. Say, look, why not have take two Bailey Zimmerman against Blake Shelton? Pick yeah. one. You get guys like that. You don't think that's going to turn eyes to it? Well, it is, but I mean, it's that's kind of out of our controls. No, you know. I understand, but I, you said, how can we help the business? Like things like that. Mm-hmm. Like so, you got a guy like Bailey. Okay, take another up and young person that you guys are associated with. Bring two of them. Well, the younger generation is more into Bailey Zimmerman than they are Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. Or George Strait. You take a guy like you. If you didn't know Roy, because he's sixty, <laughs> yeah, he's sixty. You wouldn't know who George Strait was. That's you're, true. You're more interested in Bailey Zimmerman. Yeah, you you know right. So uh, you take two up and coming guys, and you take the younger generation that's following these guys. They're not going to watch where they're at. Just like how many views did you guys get? Millions, millions. Okay, you. How many more do you think you're going to get if you bring them guys in with you? The Your millions are going to quadruple. Yeah, but that they're just more expensive. Well, I understand. I understand yeah. that, but it, yeah, and I'll give it to the Meadowlands and the USCA for putting the money up to bring us out there. I mean that that was a huge step in the right direction, right? Oh yeah. Now the other tracks have to follow suit. Harness racing has to follow the right. same suit, right? Yeah, it's just like any marketing model. When you bring out somebody who has like, yeah, s- like solid followers, like they're gonna, <clears throat> you know, attract to the sport. It's like why Shaq is in all these commercials, right? Right. Like you guys got in, you guys came out there, you were interested in it, interested in buying a horse. Okay, so you get these guys like this. You don't think any of them are gonna like horses and maybe want to get one? Oh, or absolutely. Two? Mm-hmm. Toby Keith owns thoroughbreds. Yeah. Yeah, and after, okay. like, there's professional basketball players. You got uh, the Joker. He comes out to the Meadowlands with Timmy Tietrich. You got, at the farm I'm at right now, you got Sam Bowie comes there mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. And the Joker, he actually Just, races in Serbia, right? Right. Yeah. That's crazy. And what about the UFCA, UFC fighter? Yeah. Oliveira. Yes. He came to Yonkers. Like, 
you know, that's how you get people interested in it. Yeah, and that's like also I've seen the one thing that's taken off is I've seen a lot of people wearing it. Is it Siegelman? Siegelman. Siegelman. Yeah. Who who owns that? Who is Siegelman? Well, it's Bob Siegelman. It's you know, if you look at it now, it's more of a a high end clothing line. Siegelman stables like you like I see one of the person people that I see wear this Siegelman stables is Kane Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does he probably doesn't even know what a harness horse is. If you ask him, he couldn't even tell you what was on his hat. Probably, yeah. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't, mm-hmm. but he he's he doesn't have that because of the harness racing. It's kind of uh, well, it's a now I think about it, it's kind of like polo, right? Right. Like right. Yeah, polo, you wear a polo shirt. Is it because of the sport polo? Not really. No, Some people don't even know what polo is. They just know the, Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But I think that's cool though. At least it's like it's some sort of like elevation for the sport. Right. Right? Because I saw Kane Brown wearing that. I was like, that's a harness horse. You know what right, I mean? right. And it opened my eyes too because <clears throat> I also apologize my throat. I don't even know what's going on. I just woke up this morning and it's like this, but I was very open to the breed of standard breads. They're so freaking cool. Just even spending the week with them is real different than a than a rope horse or a barrel horse or like something that sees an arena is like, let's go. Yeah, and a because, lot of people would see that if they would come to see that. You know? Yeah, it's so freaking cool. And and the difference, and I want to touch on this too because I love to talk about it with Roy. The difference is like y'all's horses is, and y'all's discipline is every day, miles on miles, like almost like, I mean, if it rains, it rains, but like it's kind of like a no days off thing. Because they're racehorses, but at the same time, they're treated really well by the grooms and everybody in there. But I don't know. Like, I was just open to the breed of standard bread of how, like, smart they are and how, like, well-mannered they can be. I mean, I'm sure you have some, like, hot ones, but. Oh, yeah, for sure. But overall, most of them are very Mm well-mannered. You know, their temperament's great. Like, they're just great for people to be around and work with. Okay, I have an interesting question. I didn't mean to cut you off if you were going to ask something. No, I think Nick was going to. Were you going to say something? No, go ahead. Finish up. Okay. Well, let me, no, you go ahead and then I'll ask my question. All right. Well, what about you guys being the influencers here? Mm-hmm. You guys have a large following. And if the racetracks are willing to bring you guys in, what about having some kind of, well, obviously you'd have to talk to the tracks itself, but having like contests mm-hmm. where a fan might get the same experience you guys get while you're there. You know, one of your fans that knows nothing about the racing aspect. It just brings a whole new light to, Maybe have five winners, you know, some kind of contest mm-hmm. where when you guys go, they can meet you guys there. They could get the experience in a double-seater jog cart, go around. Even if you did it at some of the farms where you could have more people get to experience the options. I like that. That'd be cool. Like have a, a like a, a farm day. Right. With a contest, you know. With, mm-hmm. Or with like a little kid that like wants to do it. Cause I Absolutely. Get, I get DMs all the time. We do like a contest. Come spend a day at this farm. Yeah. Let them see how things are. Not mm-hmm. just on the track behind the horse. Right. Mm-hmm. But let in them the see in the barn how horses are taken care of. Like everything's so negative about horse racing. How, you know, they act like this is wrong with it. That's wrong with it. Let them come back there and see that them racehorses are taken care of better than most people. Mm-hmm. You know, like people don't realize that. Let them come back and see that. 
Yeah. You know, when they're getting carrots and apples and treats, you know, all day, people are brushing them. Like, you know, the people that take care of them horses, they love them horses. Mm-hmm. It's like family to them. Yeah, it, it, that, it was crazy to me when I sat on that one horse. It's like a $3 million horse, or one $3 million. And he's in the cross ties and he just lets me, like, hop up on him. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. But <clears throat> the question I wanted to ask, too, is... Throughout the sport of, like, horse racing, you see the breed of standard breads getting faster, right? Yes. And that's because, like, but what's the lifetime of that? Like, what what did you see 20 years ago versus now? Well, they go a lot faster now than they did then. And some of them might not race as long now as they used to, but it's not because of, it's because of the speed that they're, now that they can go, that they couldn't go before. They can't hold up to it. Like they mm-hmm. just, just like athletes now, like you see athletes in sports, they like, they get hurt more now than they used to. Yeah. You know, it's just with the breed getting, you know, just more competitive, you know, the animals getting faster. They just have to take care of them. You just can't be so hard on them. That, that makes a lot of sense. But could you put like a time stamp? Like, have you seen them get like 20 seconds? Not 20. That's like. Grassley, but like two, three seconds. Well, you look at it back in <clears throat> 1979, you know, a, a mile would go in one, a minute and 52 seconds. That was the world record. A minute 52 seconds. Right. Right. Now it's a now, now, they're, now they're going in one, a minute and 45 seconds. That's crazy. That's uh, almost w- 10 w- seconds, right? Yeah. You look at the horses. No, that's 20 seconds. No, seven. Yeah, seven oh, seconds. wow. I'm, you- mental math is not my thing. <laughs> You look at the horses back when when I was growing up. The the bones were thicker. They were more uh, rugged, more husky. Now you look at them; they're, they're getting almost like thoroughbreds, where they're fine boned and they're just built for speed instead of durability. Hmm. So how do you explain? Like it, you just that just is that evolution? It's genetics. Genetics, but like, how does that like? How does it just become ingrained in? Well, just know, like bucking so, bulls. You that's know, true. Back when I was riding bulls, you, you know, you might have had 100 bulls in a pen, and 10 of them were really ranked bulls. You get 100 in there now, you got 99 of them that are ranked, or 100 that are just ranked. It's the breeding is getting better and better. Just today's humans. Mm-hmm. That's smarter and smarter. <clears throat> that's crazy. Cause, but what's interesting to me is like, those horses race or at least practice every single day versus in, in the rodeo world. Like, I mean, the only speed event that I can, like, that's just the biggest is barrel racing, right? I just, like, I don't really see barrel horses getting faster, right? Like, and I think, it, I think it's just interesting to compare timelines. I'm sure, like, I'd, I would say, like, in the rodeo world, it would take, a, like, you would see back in the, from 80s to now, you see a seven-second difference, and that's, what, 30 years? 40 years? I, I bet it would take triple that to see that in, like, a rodeo horse. Yeah, but, like, a barrel horse, you're running a pattern in 17, 16, 17, 18 seconds. Mm-hmm. You're not running a mile. You're running just a short distance. That's true. Like, it doesn't matter what, like, even in our business, in the standard breads, like, if you're staying short distance... You know, if you look at your eighth mile times, which is basically, that's still more than what you run in a barrel. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to make up a lot of time 
in a short distance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then that's but, why you don't see the biggest, a big change in that because it's a our, short distance. And mm-hmm. our equipment's changed over the years too. You know, you got faster bikes, the equipment's lighter, the harnesses are lighter. Uh, everything's changed. That's true. Track is better. Yes. Tracks are, are better. I, I mean, I guess rider weight in the rodeo world kind of stays the same. Yeah, and driver trainers, you know, used to be in our business, driver trainers like me and Nick, you know, you don't get that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, now you get guys that drive for a living. They weigh half what we weigh. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. take, you know, it used to be back in the day, you know, people drove their own horses. That doesn't happen much anymore. Like they trained and drove? Yes. Now you're getting a guy that just drives. Just like Timmy. That's like true. Timmy, yeah, he weighs half of what we weigh. Mm. So that could make a difference too, because you're training with a heavier kind of load, right? And then when you get and then track. you put somebody else up and they weigh half of <clears throat> what you weigh, mm-hmm. they're gonna go faster. Yeah, that leads me. I wanted to talk to that that one topic, right? Yeah. Well, let me say something real okay, quick. Okay. Is not everybody in the harness racing is in the same mindset as you guys. All they care about is they're stable. Hey, I'm going to make money, right? Well, the business is going to die, right? And there'll be none left. There'll be nothing left. So let's get us out to the racetracks. Let's do what we can. How do we, my question is always how to, how, how do we do this? And like I said, I, I give it to the Meadowlands USTA for stepping up and doing this. But how do we get these people to step up, say, you know, uh, the tactors of the world or Melanders or the big people in this business to get behind and say, hey, uh, what Nick has a saying, what do you always say that the most expensive? Yeah, the most expensive sentence in every industry is we've always done it this way. That's the harness racing world. We've always done it this way. To a T. Yeah. We need to change that. Yes. I have an idea. What's your idea? Let us hear it. Nick. It's controversial to see you guys, though. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it just needs to be more digestible. It really does. But it's how? very confusing. Colors. You know my thoughts, but it, it, we, we'd be here all day. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's subjective. I think we should get into it. No. I think we should. Oh, no. Because these two are on the same page, and me and you are on the same page. No, but even, even things have to change, Roy. Things have to change. You want it to last. Things have to change. Yeah, you're literally going against what you're preaching. Yeah, but not the way you guys are talking. Yeah, but then what's y'all's solution? If you're changing, you know, colors of the drivers and saddle pads, this and that. That's, I mean, that's this is very minute. I don't think it is because the the way I looked at it. <clears throat> Well, yeah. we're we're gonna lose our followers here because they have no idea what we're talking. about. Yeah, so. I don't want because I'd have to like yeah. pre preface it. But anyway, we'll switch to the the topics. I'm really interested. I love y'all's world just because of the knowledge y'all have with horses. It's incredible. Like when I hang out with just any of you guys, the knowledge you have about horses versus like you know, I mean, rodeo people are very knowledgeable, but. Like, they have their athletes, their horse, and that's, like, their go-to, whether they're rope and barrel races. They have, like, a select few versus you guys work with 40, 50 a day. Like, 
Big stables, yeah. Like, I mean, not like that's how much are in there. It's like you see all injuries. You you work with three or four vets in a stable. Like, it's insane. Do you guys? How much? I mean, you've been around rodeo and stuff like that too. Like, do you see a different mindset with those people? I do, I do for sure. Like you know, and just even between thoroughbreds and standardbreds, you see the difference. Mm-hmm. As far as what thoroughbreds see over what we see, even with the legs and everything else, it's all different. It's like even we're very hands on. The shoeing's completely different in different things and how you have to do it. Where us, it's all about angles for shoeing and, you know, uh, it, take your time. Where thoroughbreds, it's pretty much you just, as quick as you can get them done so you don't get hurt. Yeah. You know, riding horses, pretty much the same thing. You watch it, they just throw some shoes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'll say that there's great horsemen in any sport, whether it be barrel racing, rope, and whatever. But I will say being around almost all aspects of the horse world, Harness racing is the most knowledgeable. And maybe maybe that's I'm biased in that. But most knowledgeable on lameness, on just common sense medical issues, things like that. Be, I think because we see it more. Right. Yeah. Like, I've just watched the inner workings. It's like, literally, you go out and jog one horse. Then you got another one in like two seconds. And it's the same thing. And then the grooms are doing their thing. It's like a whole system. Like, I mean, I've watched, like, I've watched trainers in the, in the rodeo world. Like, they'll be working the barrel pattern or, like, scoring calves. And then they got, like, you know, three or four tied up, you know, like, you know, tied up on the fence just working on standing still. But it's nothing compared to a whole operation of, like, 40 people that are just, like, like it's it's crazy it's like a like willy wonka factory <laughs> you know yeah it's people crazy. running everywhere yeah so yeah well, i love it we've been going a while so we should tie it up yeah i'm good but with that. anyone that's <clears throat> never seen harness racing y'all need to check it out um the meadowlands brought us out we got tiktoks we have uh youtube yeah uh on there we did a celebrity race uh roy lost the va- first one bad what about the second one yeah, you won that one. Yeah. But not by much. Yeah, so we want to get more people in on the harness racing world, and hopefully Tratterhouse, uh, we can work something out uh, to where we have fans and followers uh, join us. Yeah. And hopefully any tracks or anyone that's involved with tracks see this, and hey, let's get something started. Let's save this business. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Let's do it. Anyway, did you guys have fun on your first podcast? Yeah, it was great. It was pretty cool, huh? It was fantastic. I think quick little recap here, boys. We're gonna get you guys down to Florida. We're gonna do <laughs> some TikToks at the at the barns. You know, we're gonna go to Rib Roundup March fourth. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun and try and bring some demographics. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people asking us if we're coming to Florida. Oh yeah, yep. I got a lot of people in Florida that wanna. Yeah. All right. So all you followers, you heard Nick here. They will be in Florida next month. Let's party. Alcohol free. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I'm kidding. You can drink. I don't care. I'm going to wrap it up on, on that note. Uh, Tony and Nick, thank you all for coming out. Uh, we're going to spend the next few days doing some cool stuff. We got some content coming up hunting. I've never hog hunted, so we're stay tuned for that. Uh, have you guys hog hunted before? I have not. Have not. And you haven't either. I've never hog hunted. This is a new adventure for all of us. So stay tuned on our social media channels. You can follow. I mean, 
Tony, you don't have social media, but <laughs> Nick, if you want to put your socials, they can follow you. No, we'll worry about that later. Nah, we'll worry it's about not, that. It's, we'll not, put, it's not big we'll enough We'll just put yet. Tony's phone number. There. I agree. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Give him a call. Ask him what you need. There you go. <laughs> well, buy him a pager. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll exactly. get a pager tonight. <laughs> so, but you can follow us um, at Tratter Talk on TikTok, Instagram, at Tratter House on TikTok, Instagram. Me at the Nick Luciano on everything. YouTube. YouTube. And then follow Roy. Roy underscore Dinges. Dinges Roy. It's all the same. Roy Dinges. Yeah. So uh, thank you all for watching. Um, hope you all are enjoying season two so far. Thank you for to Montana Silversmith for again helping us with this production. And the awesome Paul. What are you pointing at me for? Yeah. And anyone Montana Silversmith? Tratter 15. That's your code. You get 15 No, it's just off. Tratter now. Oh. Just Tratter? Just Tratter. It's easy. So if you see this watch band right here, everybody wants this watch band. Just use code Tratter. It's easy. You know, Nick, I kind of like that watch band. I don't even have an Apple watch. Yeah, it's nice. Everybody asks me where I get it. And I'm like, I'm like Montana. And it's one of their biggest hits. So, and they're working on making more. Um, But yeah, we're going to wrap it up there. Um, Thank you boys for joining us. And we will see you all in another episode of Tratter.